Hello, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Korean Tapas, episode 10. With me, as usual, Minky Kim. How are you, man? I'm great, thank you. And you? I am very, very good today. As well as Jisang Kim. Senor Kim, how are you? Good, good, good. I had a wonderful weekend. I'm glad to hear, glad to hear. Um, yep, so today we're going to talk more about Spain and South Korea, and I have a lots of questions about a very... Um, I don't know, for, for me, this interesting topic, uh, which is North Korea. Another Ooh. Korea. Whoa. Whoa. Another Korea. Um, I think in Spain or Europe in general, there's a lot of either misunderstanding or ignorance when it comes to North Korea. Uh, every time I go to South Korea and I, 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 I might say, okay, I'm going to Korea or I'm going to South Korea. I, I don't know, I, I switch. But every time I tell somebody, okay, I'm flying to Korea, they say, they make a joke out of it and they say, oh, are you going to the North? Be careful, don't go to the North. And the stupid things like that, which are they're very irritating because they, they really don't understand what's going on up there. And, and I want to get your insights because of course you live there because you've, you've grown with with um, the war and the, the two countries. So so I'm, I'm really looking forward to get more out of you guys. Um, so first things first, um, I mean, when you think about North Korea, what do you think about? Uh, could you give us some more detailed questions? Yeah, like, I mean, okay, okay so if, if I, if I, yeah, sure. So when I, if you tell me South Korea, uh, my first image is like food and martial arts. <laughs> like uh, very good food and uh, because I love the food there and martial arts, you know, uh, sword and stuff. So when I'm sure that when I ask you about Spain, you might have mental images, right? About Spain or maybe, I don't know, uh, the, the 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 Pamplona for Minky and things like that. So what about you guys? What, what about like if I just say North Korea? What do you think about? Uh, in my case, I'm I'm gonna divide the North Korea into two because usually most of the Korean people, I mean most of the South Korean people, think differently when it comes to their government and their citizen. So in my case, for example, when I think about North Korean government, I can simply say that they are crazy, especially okay. the leader. Yeah. But however, when we think about, I mean, when I think about the citizen, North Korean citizen, I feel pity. I feel sorry for them. Mm -hmm. That's like the different um, emotions that I have towards yeah. North Korea. Yeah. What about you, Minky? Mm -hmm. For saying this one, I think that we should uh, talk about the history of Korea. I mean, mm -hmm. how we divided it into two countries in short. In 1945, Korea got independence from the Japan, our hostile, <laughs> our one of the people's like one of the hostile country. Not now. That was the, the second invasion of Korea from yeah. Japan, right? Second one. Yeah. I mean, uh, there were a lot of invasion, but the dynasty, uh, the colonization mm -hmm. was the first time and the last okay. time. And after that, the United States and Soviet government got control of Korean Peninsula. And then some our inner, uh, because of our inner, what can I say, inner debate and our mistakes and United States and Soviet Union, blah, blah, blah. So ultimately there were two governments, but at that time we can speak I mean, we can talk, we can go to North Korea and South Korea, but suddenly we got the war because North Korea attacked South Korea. And from that time, we had a big, big hostility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what, what, what I meant was like, 
my in my generation, we didn't have any war, actual war. We had a kind of war. What can you say? War alarm, but not actual mm-hmm. war. But in the generation of our grandparents, they actually had the war. So they had right. the uh, for that North Korea is enemy. The reason that I'm talking this one is that we do, we don't have any information of North Korea. Right. For uh, for us. Uh, what I, what we saw about the North Korea is from the news, like you. Mm-hmm. But also in the school, I mean, you, you're, you're already born in the two Koreas, right? And you probably, I mean, you went to school and, and, and all those things. And what, what do they teach you there? What do they, or, or, or at home, when, when you look at news and they say North Korea, and you, you don't know what, what that is, what, what do they tell you? According to my vague memory, because I graduated <laughs> from my high school like more than 10 years ago, probably Ooh, I, so I, young. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot say that, that the information that I'm going to give to you is clear. But as far as I remember, in the school, they teach what happened. I mean, only the facts. Right. Of course, there might be some other um, interpretations of the facts happened, but in South Korea, Usually, the public uh, public education does not give us any kind of propaganda as they do in the North. So we just build up our own idea toward North Korea by ourselves. That's good. That's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. But uh, to give you some additional information, this is about this is a little bit related to the in- initial explanation that I give to you. I mean, mm, like. For example, in the beginning of this conversation, I told you that I think differently about the North Korean government and then the North Korean citizen. This is probably, um, this idea probably comes from the experience that I had in my military because in the military, there is a some sort of um, education to give us an idea about how to think differently about them. So, I mean, clearly the Korean, South Korean military tells us that our enemy is North Korean military and North Korean government, but North Korean citizens are not our enemy. They do differentiate them. That's the only um, opinion that has been given to me externally. Mm. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, uh, again, I, I have not gone to the military myself, but I, I, that's what I would imagine. Um, they, they telling you, okay, the, the, the soldiers are the enemy. You have to fight the soldiers if that, that ever comes to be. But of course, the civilian population, those are not responsible for anything happening, right? They're just suffering from the government and how they treat them uh, that easily. Um, for South Korea, North Korea is kind of a legend or mystery. We never, because we never met North Korean, and we don't, we don't have any possibility actually. Even though we go to the abroad, we cannot meet any North Korean, or we cannot talk. I mean, they don't travel a lot, uh, and of course, we cannot travel to North Korea. I want to go to some place like historical place there, like memorable or beautiful mountain, but we cannot go. So for us, we don't have any information. Now again, we we never met anyone of them. So only we got the infor- only the information we got is from the internet, some mysterious thing 
some news. Right, so you cannot confirm that what they're telling you is true or false, right? You just, yes. You've seen it on TV, on the news, and you don't really know what's going on. Like, you can imagine, you can, if you have to trust the source that you're reading on or watching, yeah, I get it, I get it. Yeah. The, the, pro- the problem is that Ji-sang mentioned that we have to differentiate between the citizen and the government, right? But actually, we don't. We never met the citizen. So when, when it comes to North Korea, we only... I only think about North Korean government actually, mm-hmm. because I never met them. I cannot talk to them. I never think of them. So when when I was in South Korea, the, the, in my travels, I noticed that on signs and, and banners, you usually guys use the term just Korea. There's no like within South Korea. Of course, sometimes, but usually it's like just Korea, Korea, Korea. And for me, it, feel, it feels like you guys think of like one thing not two countries right well how, how do you feel about that first i want to mention that just like in spanish in korean as well the the term that we use to um t- the term that we use to mean our country's name is different from that of english so in korean korea is 대한민국 or 한국 however we call north korea Bukhan, which is like an acronym of 북쪽에 있는 대한민국, which is Korea in the north. So basically, we think Korea as a standard, and the standard belongs here in the south. And what's in the north is like a variation, and the land that has to be united in the future to us. That's like the concept that we have, I guess. Right. Yes, Yes, yeah, that's right. I, I mean, for us, North Korea is, what can I say? It, it has a paradox in our in the law. Our territory is not only South Korea territory, but also we include the Korea Peninsula, which means that actually in the, uh, from the law, North Korean territory is belongs, uh, North Korea territory belongs to the Korea, Republic of Korea, which means uh-huh. South Korea. Okay. But however, in, in the law, again, we are telling that uh, we have to try to unite between South Korea and North Korea. Yeah. They, ha- they have two lines. So like it, mm. has, only, it has already paradox in the law. Mm. So conceptually, as Ji-sang said, we have, we, we, our, in our concept, we have to be united. Yeah. In other words, it, it's like the territory that has to be redeemed. I think not many people realize like you are very close to another country which is at war at you, with you, right? And and I mean I, I I cannot possibly experience that. I mean again I'm I'm in border with France and Portugal and I don't feel like we're not at war with France and Portugal. But I want to ask you guys how do you feel about that? I mean Seoul is so close to the border, and and there's a country up there which is at war with you. But again, I mean, do you feel any 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 sort of fear or, or is it because with this many years with quote-unquote is it true right there's, there's no actual uh shootings going on um but h- how do you feel I, I don't know it's for me it's very uncommon actually we don't care that much right i mean whoa okay <laughs> i mean okay. so it's, it's, I it's mean, normal yeah it's normal i mean we don't have to be normal i i'm ashamed of myself again but when north korea shoot the missile again and people just recognize it as oh again we don't we don't think that seriously normally in my case in the university i took a course that was called like 
the policies in the North Korea. Though it was in, it was not for my major. I wanted to learn more about what they do in North Korea. And I clearly remember that the professor taught us that all the actions and all the strategies that North Korean governments take is directly related to their, I mean, their gains. In other words, they simply don't do anything that will harm themselves. So even though their action might seem very crazy and fearful, they won't do any crazy things. I mean, literally crazy things that might be a big threat to South Korea. So we don't have to be like very sensitive or worried about their, I mean, exaggerated words or actions. Of course, we have to change their attitudes in the long long term. But he emphasized that we don't have to be scared about their actions. Right, because in the end, if they do any extreme action against the South, they know it's 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 a mutually assured destruction. And in the end, if, if they attack the South, the South attacks the North and, and, and everything is done, right? So I guess that's that's what we are saying, that they, they will not do anything to compromise their own safety, right? Um, yeah, okay, that, that, that makes sense. You talked about many times about unification and, and merging again uh, the North to, to the South. Do you think that will be feasible in your, in your lifetime? Before talking about the unification, we need to talk about the end of the war. Okay. Actually, uh, for uh, in the terms, we have armistice, right? We, North Korea and its period, in the period of armistice, which means the pause. Uh, actually, our war didn't end officially. It, it, it's, we, we, we have just a vacation, kind of. So, so one of the mandatory system is military, right? Yeah. All adult men should go to the military, and this is so sensitive to them to Not us. Not should, we must. It, it's mandatory by law. Right? Oh, okay, yeah, we must. I mean, if somebody didn't go to, doesn't go to the military, then people see him, blah, blah, blah. This is quite a very strong concept, and we are still in the war. So in 2021 and 2022, there was a kind of start of talking about the end of the war, I mean, and the collaboration, but uh, the discussion didn't continue well, I did, uh, as I know. So we, uh, I want to make really, I, I really wish we can go to achieve to the unification, but before that, I really should, I think that we should go to the end. De- definitely, I think it's... Sure, well, we'll not solve it here. We are not experts in, in, in foreign policy, but definitely it's a multi-step process, right? It's not just, okay, tomorrow yes, we'll yes. unify for sure. That's, that, uh, that's, that's clear. I guess that the, the feeling is mutual with you, Chisang. I mean, you, would you look forward to that or people in general in Korea look forward to unification at some point eventually in the future? I tell you one interesting thing. In Korea, that topic is also the same. I mean, also the very, uh, one of the most common topics to be on survey. I mean, asking people's thoughts about the unification, whether they won or not. And as time goes by, especially as people get younger, I mean, more uh, younger, more indifferent about the unification because including us, the younger generation uh, simply doesn't have any direct, simply speaking, we didn't feel any need for the unification because honestly speaking, South Korea is not like top wealthy, but wealthy enough oh, yeah, country definitely. in the world yeah. sure and and we had lots of chances to actually read the articles about the uh, gi- gigantic budget 
that will be required when the unification happens. And in the past, the need for the unification was actually um, promoted with like emotional approaches. But nowadays, younger generations simply doesn't care about that kind of approach. We just care about the reality, I mean, realistic um, gains and losses. So because of that, we are like, I cannot say this is like the majority of the opinions, but simply uh, lots of people um, don't really care about the unification because it's not directly related to our daily lives or living. Exactly, exactly. So I, I can see that I can see that, that if you have your job and you have your, your place, your car, your, your home, whatever, well, how does it affect you in, in, in a negative way? No, I mean, it's just, you know, it's there, but it would affect you negatively if they, there's unification because, of course, you would have to help out the population in the north and, and of course, do all of those things. As Jisang said, like, people get more... Okay, so in, uh, people get more indifferent about the North Korea, which means that we don't care. I mean, uh, in our normal normal life day, we don't know them much. We never think about them. The problem, uh, one of the problems is that the, even the hostility means the interesting interest, right? I mean, if we hate them, we think about them, but we don't hate them. <laughs> we don't think about them. So when I was young, when I was in elementary school, I wrote down some like unification writings that we should have the unification because of our family separated during the war, blah, 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 blah. As Jisang said, emotionally. Why I mentioned about the end of the war and uh, it's because unification is a lot to go. And actually, I'm not sure that in our period, unification is the only solution, but I want to get end of the war and maybe ultimately the unification because of the economic situation. Korea is wealthy country, but our population is like our is maximized now. Our industry is like kind of maximized with uh, with the, some factories, blah blah blah. Our salary got really high. So, in my point of view, not only unification but kind of friend relationship with North Korea can have our more advantage. Right. A collaboration and maybe, you know, move some factories to there so they can work in, and in some point, things like in, that. Yeah, in, mm. Exactly, exactly. So in some point, uh, some agree with me, some, uh, some doesn't agree with me. The point is that we should go to the, we should see the, economical thing not the emotional thing or that we have the oh we are the same race and we had the same history this is not the solution now like we should talk about more like practical thing in our parents generation that kind of emotional approach was very efficient but for us it doesn't it simply doesn't we just care about the rational things so just like minky mentioned the problem is the huge economic gap and simply speaking economic benefits that will be probably um, exist or not. Definitely. I mean, and I, I can see that maybe in your grandparents or parent generations, there they might be like a connection, a human connection in the North, maybe a family. Yes, yes. But now the more years pass, you will lose those connections. You you will, maybe you have a great, great grandfather in the North. Do you know? I mean, it, it's already dead. Everybody's dead. So, so you don't really have a, an emotional connection there. Uh, yeah. Uh, you said before that you haven't met anyone from the north, but you, Minky, told me that one actress is from the north, from a famous. Ah, I don't. I, I don't know. No, no. I like, 
like I, I, I want what I wanted to say is in the Squid Game, the world's like yeah. most one of the world's most viewed TV program now. Uh, the role of actress was North Korea. Ah, the I mean, role, not, not the actress. The, ah. the role. She is. She escaped from North Korea and she came to the South Korea. They, that was her role. But I, I. But I've never. I've never met. Did you, Jisang? Um. Actually, I. Technically, it's possible to meet the people from North Korea, in some countries, uh, to to which North Korean people can go. Like for example, Russia or Switzerland. There might be some of the small chances to encounter the people from north so, and in my case i went to the north korean restaurant in russia and oh. yeah, and technically they are all from north korea so i had a chance to meet them but of course it's impossible to share the deeper conversation with the like the workers in the restaurant but it's technically possible there's some north korean restaurant it's it's like what can i say their national official income so like in the Laos, there was a North Korean restaurant too. Yeah, but for us, it's not recommended to go there because that I mean the majority of their um, revenues will be simply in the wallets of North Korean government. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's a mixed bag, right? I mean, if you think about the population, but then of course, if the restaurant's um, revenue goes to the government, are you helping the the population? Are you helping the government? It's it's complicated. Ah, well, what I want to say is just that. Uh, before some reunification or bef- even before the end of the world that I mentioned, I just want to travel. Yeah, that's same for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to travel. Like There are some historic place and beautiful mountain like we in our concept. But do you think that the country is ready for, I mean, let, let's say, okay, let's say tomorrow the, the, the war ends and they open the border. Uh, do you think the country is actually like ready to 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 allow like visitors? Uh, aren't they like yeah, because we, we only see like yeah, is it is it Pyongyang? I was, I'm always always confused Pyongyang or Pyeongchang? Pyongyang, right? Pyongyang, 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 Pyongyang. Yes. Pyongyang is, is, is the, the, the ski resort. Yes, mm-hmm. sorry. Yes. <laughs> so Pyongyang, um, we only we only see what they show us there, which is people very well dressed and the streets are super clean, uh-huh. but they don't show us perhaps the reality, right? But what's behind all all that? So do you think that? But the country, it's, maybe it's not ready to, to accept people at this point. Maybe they need more help than you just traveling with your South Korean ones, trying to. I know, I know what I why, why you mentioned it like that. But I don't. Uh, what I talked today, when I would talk today, I want to travel. It's not only Pyeongchang, Pyongyang, of course. But there are some like what can I say the spiritual mountain, which is called Baekdu Mountain, or the history place, which is called Gaesong. It's like. Uh, even though they are okay to visit or not, there uh, we need. Uh, I need to go to the, see some kind of historic place or the spiritual thing. Like so, like okay, Pyongyang is on, quite only the city that we can visit, and uh, not we, the world, uh, the the traveler of the world can visit and see because it's beautiful and it's, it will be okay. Beautiful, but fake uh, in the end. Yeah, maybe fake, maybe fake. But like Baekdu Mountain, Gumgang Mountain, and Kaesong that I wanted to go is not because their facility or something. I like their, our like common history or common concepts. So like, uh, so you know, like it, it'll be okay. They, they have a facility or not. Like, I, if I have the car, it's okay. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we've painted a good picture of, of what should somebody from from Europe or Spain think about the North. I mean, I'm not sure after 
after this 30 minutes of talking, if they have a good picture of, of what's going on there. Ricard, have you ever had a chance to see some of the videos from the YouTube about North Korean trip? Because there exists a group tour in North Korea. I mean, not for the South Korean people, but... I have. I, yes, yes. I, I think I've done my due diligence and I, I, I've watched uh, documentaries. I've watched, like, I've read blog posts from people who have traveled there because of their, you know, working in animation or working on... There was one guy who, who was living there because he was, like, an animator. And, of course, he couldn't take pictures, but he was drawing. And he, he made a book out of his experiences there, just with drawings, right? And, and explain how he would be followed everywhere when he left the hotel and things like that, because he wasn't allowed to see things that shouldn't have been seen. Um, yeah, also like people like um, hiding small cameras and doing small, trying to do documentaries. But again, it's, it's all very staged. If, if you go to, to, to the capital and, and they you always have the, as far as I can tell from these documentaries and, and blog posts, you always have your, your squad of militaries following you everywhere around and you cannot go anywhere and they will show you what they want you to see, right? So in the end, it's again, it, it's, it's a fake representation of, of the North and, and it's hard for somebody outside, at least in Europe, to, to get an idea of, of the starving population that might be uh, beyond the city, right? I don't know, but for me, it's sad when I think about the North. It's, it's sad because it's like the government just doing... Sad episode, you guys. <laughs> but honestly, at this moment, at this well-developed society, I think the fact that North Korean government is trying to show show to the world itself is very old-fashioned and not very good, unlike what they think. So, I mean, that's also the sad thing, I guess. They want to hide their, I mean, dark side, and they want to like present their, I mean, bright side from their perspective, but that bright side itself seems very terrible for us at this well-developed society that's what i think i i strongly agree with him so so they wanted to communicate with united states for the first time and they so they tried to con uh, communicate with us with south korea and uh, it's kind of change of their policy because it's like what can i say the limit i i think now it's the time to change like their strategy. There's one movie I I don't know again I don't know how accurate it is. It, it's based on true events according to to the movie itself. Uh, it's about how's it called? Uh, yeah, it's called Spy Gone North. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it portrays um, a, a, an agent uh, from the south sent to the north, and the movie is quite. It's quite, it's quite a thriller. Like, again, I don't know how, how accurate it is, how he has to adapt and, and infiltrate the North Korean government um, to, to, to help out, of course, the South in, in knowing more insight of, on, on, on the North and all the jubes and holes he have to go through. Um, it's, it's quite interesting, the movie. Do you know the title in Korean? Gongjak. Gongjak. A very good movie. Oh, you've seen it then? Mm, it is famous. It's famous. Okay, then I'm I'm on the good track then. If you have a, okay. a vouching from from Minky and Jisang. Okay. All right, guys. And anything else from your side? This this topic is really one of the hard, one of the most difficult topic to say, even in the conversation between Koreans. I keep mentioning that this is my idea. This is what I think. But I try as hard as I can to just deliver the facts. But Honestly, in South Korea, 
lots of people think differently. So probably some of the opinions that I shared might not be so common or true. So as usual, saying I, I don't expect you to speak for the Korean people. I expect you to speak for yourself, and then it's more than fine. I, I thank you guys for for today. I think it, it's not not an easy topic, and I and I really thank you for for sharing with us your view on 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 this complicated complicated topic of the North. No, really, because like Jisang and I, when I when we lived in Spain, like everybody asked, "Oh, we're from Korea." Like you know, like everybody was asking where. Really? You see? You see? You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like from, from that time, I was like, oh, I, I should say like South Korea so they can understand. Like it's not uh, like say, OK, maybe it's maybe we should talk more about this topic. So like the other country can think, uh, you know, like Pyeongchang and Pyongyang, they when we had the Olympic, there are so many people that were confused like, because Pyongyang is so famous. Like, so maybe it's the time to talk more, not, not only the bad thing or good thing, but the citizen or the facts. The, the, because South Korea is now one of the most famous countries because of speaking. Then we should go to the more abroad uh, and telling our uh, situation correctly. So maybe it's the time to agree with you. Definitely, we need we should raise more awareness, and I think we're doing that mm -hmm. with this episode in Korean tapas, raising awareness mm -hmm. on on the two Koreas and, and and more insights. Definitely. All right, guys. I think from my side we can wrap it up and and let the listeners ask us any questions in the in the website. We can if you have any more questions for Jisang and, and Minky, please do in the website koreantapas.show. And if not, we thank you again for listening and hope to see you very soon. Bye guys. 감사합니다. Ciao, ciao.